Hey, good to see you. Listen, it is Saturday, November 21st. It's a little after 730 where I am in beautiful Tallertown, Mississippi. I am glad you have listened. Thanks for tuning in. And I hope uh, that if you haven't been a regular listener to our podcast, you will become one. There are several ways you can get it. And we do share it on my story on our Facebook page. And it's there for about 24 hours. And we have a number of people who listen there. And thank you for that. A number of them listen regularly. Thank you for that. Uh, we have obviously the podcast, which we record on Anchor, and they are available Spotify and Apple and uh, numerous other apps. People tell me the other day uh, about them listening on Apple, so I'll make sure to include that. So anyway, we appreciate you listening. Hope you do tune in uh, and share this podcast, <coughs> the, the availability of it to others if you would. Now, I want to invite you to take your copy of God's Word and turn to Galatians 5. This will be the third uh, part of a study we've done in, in the fifth chapter of the book of Galatians. In the first two, <laughs> we talk about we talked about freedom in Christ. Today we're going to talk about standing fast, or, <clears throat> or the encouragement that Paul gave us to stand fast. And so that's going to be our attention. And if you're finding your copy of God's Word, finding the book of Galatians, I hope that you are being careful and wise in your decisions to uh, be around folks. I hope you haven't turned back on being around folks uh, just because you're scared or worried about the virus. I do hope that you, though, um, are exercising wise uh, health concerns and actions and, and being careful the best you can. We want you to be healthy and we want you to take care of yourself and take care of those who, who can't take care of themselves or who need help in that area. Okay. The Apostle Paul, as he wrote Galatians chapter 5, and if you want to say, well, how are we studying Galatians chapter 5? I have no clue. <laughs> I do not know. Oh, I know. I know what you think. It's your podcast. You study what you want. Well, that's almost true. Uh, <clears throat> but actually, um, God has a way of putting things in front of us. And this is something he has put in front of me. And so that's where we are. That's all I, <laughs> all I really know. And so uh, if you want a deeper, better, bigger, whatever explanation, um, look somewhere else. Anyway, stand there fast in the liberty by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. We the last two times we, we talked about our freedom in Christ. We talked about uh, how it was, how it is. Hope you look at uh, those two or listen to those two podcasts, if you will. Today we're going about standing fast and, and how to stand fast. Listen, it's important that we know where we're standing uh, and, and that we are in solid place. A friend of ours uh, this past Wednesday uh, fell and oh my gosh, bless her heart. Man, I'm telling you, it's a scary moment. And um, just fell and fell on some concrete. and whew. Well, uh, it's clear that she took a step and she kicked something and it just, it just took her down. Well, in life, if we're not careful where we walk, where we step, we'll have that same kind of thing. We need to stand fast. Make sure that we're standing on solid ground, taking solid steps, going in a solid direction. Now, this morning or today or whenever you listen to this podcast... Uh, our focus is going to be standing fast on the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because that is the best place to stand. And and there are some things required of us if we're going to stand fast. And by the way, standing fast is keeping our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It is it is what the Bible over and over again uh, advises us, commands us, instructs us to do. The first step to standing fast, the first step to standing in that solid place is seeking him. Uh, listen, there are, there are admonitions all over the Bible about seeking Him and you'll find Him and all these things. But if we're going to stand fast, we're going to be solid ground and we've got to seek Him. And that means constantly, consistently. Uh, it means purposely. It means daily. Listen, I could I could go on with the 
with the description of our need to seek Him in everything and anything at all times and all ways. <laughs> but anyway, it is keeping our eyes on Jesus. Here's a sad reality, and I have no quote unquote percentages to give you on this, but a large percentage of people who go to church on a regular basis do not seek Him on a daily basis. And I don't know why that is. I have no clue. Uh, listen, I've never been one of those people who only went to church for the fun of it or, or, or for the show of it or whatever other reason people go to church. I've always gone to church. Well, in my adult life, I, we went some as a child, I guess. And in those days, I went because I was taken. <laughs> but anyway, once I came to Christ, I went to church seeking to hear from him and seeking to find what he had to say to me. And I've lived my life that way the best of my ability since I saved, seeking Him in everything I do. Um, sometimes in these podcasts and sermons are the same way. You have to talk about and reveal things about yourself. You go, man, I wouldn't totally talk about that any other time. So I, I don't like that. and That's an aspect of preaching and teaching I don't like. But, you know, your experiences are what taught you. And in my experience, I found daily the desire to seek Him, the willingness to seek Him above everything else, has kept me on track and kept me where I need to go. So number one, the way that we stand fast is we seek Him daily, hourly, moment by moment, decision by decision, situation by situation, we seek Him. Henry Blackaby, and you hear me refer to him time to time. <clears throat> Some years ago, he did a great work, wonderful study, experiencing God, knowing and doing the will of God. We did that study several times in our church at Spring Creek. Um, <clears throat> after a while, I'll admit, like a lot of things who have a, you know, have a great run, they become weathered or seasoned and people kind of tire of them. I, it was that way with the prayer of Jabez for a while and some other things that I've seen through the years. But anyway, I still refer back uh, to that study. It's, it's like Rick Warren's Purpose Driven Church. Man, that was on fire for a while. And that's kind of died down too. But the things he said, they're good and they apply. Uh, I, I don't know why. Uh, those things fade. I think sometimes what happens is we give too much credit to the author uh, physically and not enough uh, of the supernatural author, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who leads people to understand these things. I have a friend who's preaching now, uh, came, to, came to God late in life and has become a preacher, among other things. He does some other things as well. And uh, I, yeah, I say he's a friend. He's a guy I know mostly through Facebook and reputation. And I think we've talked a time or two in our, in our, our lives together. But one thing that, that he has decided in his preaching, he preaches the word. He just picks up the word and preaches it. That's what he does. And that's what is meant by seeking him. And the other day he was sharing about it. He didn't have a message. And so he didn't preach uh, that day. He does a lot of videos. Uh, and he didn't preach that day because he didn't have a message. Well, when you're seeking him and you don't have a clear direction from him, that's the, you, you're just, the way you get quiet. <laughs> You just wait. And so when we talk about when we talk about standing fast, first seeking him, and the second is trusting him. You say, Well, I don't understand that. Well, here's the deal. Once you've sought him, then you have to trust him. If he tells you to do something, go somewhere, whatever it is. And listen, there are a lot of examples that I could share with you. Uh, but it would again just be personal things that I that I've experienced and you and you you would get the wrong idea. Uh, he likes to do this or that. But I will tell you that I have discovered, now just being honest with you that trusting him is the secret to a lot of things. And I don't I don't know the secret's the best use of the word or the best word to use, I guess. But um, it is certainly something a lot of people just seem to have not learned. So it must be a secret in some ways. So I hope 
I pray that you have learned to trust him and, and just do whatever he says, wherever he leads. You know, there's an old, so wherever he leads, I'll go. Well, that's part of trusting him. Okay, so you got to seek him. you got to trust him. Then you got to adjust your position from time to time. Uh, years ago, I got my tire. It's a long time ago. And, and I, I'll tell you this story <laughs> because it shows my own natural uh, stupidity, I guess, for lack of a better term. I got my tires adjusted. And somewhere along the way, I'm young. I'm a young guy. Uh, so it wasn't a long, long time ago, you know, well, once you get your tires adjusted and get them balanced and rotate and all that stuff and everything's fine. Well, you know, the car should drive straight. Well, I thought I'd try it out. Well, <laughs> so I'm going down the road. I took my wheels off the, off the steering wheel. It wasn't long for we were veering. The, you know, I had to put it back on. I did it several times. And I realized the problem wasn't the car, it was the road. Now I'm not saying you can take your, your hands off the wheel of a car and it would just continue to go straight. What I'm saying is, Sometimes we just have to make an adjustment, not because we're, we're, we're doing something wrong or we're, we're turning wrong way, but because the path we're on is, is not going to this way and that way or the sea that we're sailing, however you want to see it or think about it. And so we have to adjust our position. We have to get back. Uh, you know, what was it? The North Star that uh, people who navigated by the stars would follow or, or whatever. And if it wasn't the North Star, you can, you can uh, email me at dspreacherman at gmail.com, all over case. Hey, it wasn't the North Star dummy. It was, and you didn't let me know. But <clears throat> they used to navigate by the stars, and they would adjust their position. Lighthouses serve kind of that purpose. My grandfather was a, was a cotton farmer when I was a child. I live on his place now, and while those fields no longer exist, and the fences around them no longer exist, I look out my back window, and I can see what used to be a cotton field. And my granddaddy never had a tractor, never had a tractor. He And he plowed those fields. He had a horse and a mule. The mule was named Pete, and the horse was named Maud. I'll tell you a story sometime about Maud. She saved my life. But anyway, uh, granddaddy, when he got ready to plow, he would sit his eye on something and plow toward that, usually a tree or something else. And if he, along the way, got off track, he just made an adjustment, you know, and kind of made Pete... He always plowed Pete. Pete was the mule. Uh, I know I told you that. Uh, but anyway, he would always plow Pete, and, and he would take that mule and make him go toward whatever it was he had set his eye on. He made an adjustment whenever they got off track because he knew that plowing a horse in a straight line <laughs> wasn't going to happen too well if you didn't make adjustments when you had to. Well, you could get through, and my granddaddy plowed those, plowed those rows. I'm telling you, they, were, they look great. Because he was willing to say, I need to adjust. I need to get back on track. I need to make this uh, I need to make this adjustment or that adjustment. I need to turn slightly this way or that way, lean the other way. And so if we're going to uh, walk with Christ, if we're going to stand steadfast, sometimes we have to adjust our position because the bumps in the road or the curves in the road or whatever it is cause us to kind of get off track a little bit. And so we seek him, we, we trust him, then we adjust our position, then we nurture the faith that is within us. We've got to grow. I know that uh, a lot of people do not read their word, do not study the Bible during the week. And part of the reason we do these podcasts the way we do them, we're trying to show you good biblical truth, help you grow, give you a thought for the day and all the things we talk about. And the reason we do that is I've known too many people who say they love the Lord, but never study the word. I don't, I don't know why that is. I, I, know, I know sometimes people get bogged down. Uh, because reading is hard, especially in those first few books. I, uh, 
I am working on something for the new year, reading the Old Testament in 180 days, and uh, and then reading the New Testament 180 days, and then we'll have a few days left over, five if I've got it mentioned right, to uh, <coughs> read some seasonal passages, we'll say it that way. Well, I am now in the book of First Samuel. In fact, I have I, I read six verses, six chapters, excuse me, in First Samuel today. And I was thinking about how much easier it was to read than some of those chapters in Leviticus when I was reading six chapters a day or, or whatever. In fact, yesterday, I actually read the whole book of Ruth. I read, uh, which had connected to uh, an earlier reading. I had two passages to finish in the book before that. And uh, I mean, three passages. And then I would have read three passages in Ruth. But I just went ahead and finished the book of Ruth, which really made seven chapters. But it flowed. I know that sometimes some of the books don't flow as well with us. But the way we nurture our faith is by studying the Word of God. That is one reason I have for years provided um, a Bible reading program for people who don't have one. Now, there are a lot of those available. You could get one. I do mine what I do personally. In fact, someone yesterday uh, sent me a text. They want to know if I still had one for this year. And I, I put it on my Facebook, my personal Facebook page. You can find it, go there and follow it. But the first of the year, I will be posting a, uh, a, a Bible study which will give you the option to do, uh, you know, read the Bible, uh, read the Old Testament through in 180 days, and New Testament 180 days, or just read your Bible through in the year. Done a little differently, laid out a little differently, obviously and clearly. Uh, but we need to study the Word. We need to read the Word. A lot of people study about the Word. They don't study the Word. We need to nurture the faith that was within us, and the best way to do that is to study the Word. Uh, we need to establish within ourselves. Now, you know, let me let me take something that's happening here. I read an article a while ago uh, that the voter machine people are now, you know, finally coming out and say, no, 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 we didn't do this or we didn't do that uh, because of what's happening. Of course, we're in the middle of the, the uh, aftermath of the election, and I'm not trying to get in that. But they did come out this morning, or no, at least I read the article this morning, of, you know, them say, well, our machines don't do this, you know, kind of denying everything that's been said about them. Well, uh, as it is in life today, when you read things on sites, people respond and give, and give, um, you know, what their thoughts are. And the first four, five, six, whatever, uh, on the site that I was on, the, the comments were, yeah, right, we should just trust them. They offer no proof, you know, that kind of stuff. And it was clear that they had an instant distrust, a normal distrust. Well, we need a distrust of the world. We need a distrust of the ways of the world. Say it how you want. We need to distrust of the ways of the world to trust Jesus. You can't, uh, Jesus said you can't love both God and mammon. Uh, we need just, you know, be careful that we just don't place our faith in the words and the teachings of the world. And so we need to, we need to make sure that's not what we do. Okay, we need to move on. I don't want to do a two-parter. Uh, I did a two-parter, um, um, our faith in Christ. In fact, let us know how you like that. I, there's a lot of times I feel like I just say too much, but I really hesitate to, to continue studies and do them. So let us know, uh, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case, what you thought. Contact us on Facebook, DK Ministries. Yes, we are on Parlor. I've told you that. I, I haven't quite got the total knack. Of, I'm working at it at Parlor, but uh, I'm not trying to talk you against it. I like it. A lot of things available there, but personally navigate it. For me, because I'm not real good at tech stuff, has been difficult. And I've seen some other people have said that as well. But I really like this site. Okay. Uh, so we seek him. We trust him. We adjust our position. 
uh, we nurture the faith within us. We have a distrust, and let's just say it this way, distrust of the world or the faith of the world. We find our place in his will. Uh, this is where I'm, you know, I'm going to be in his will. Wherever it is, we find it. We stay there. Uh, listen, God's going to reveal his will to you. Uh, a lot of people spell, oh man, I don't know what God's will is. Well, I heard a preacher answer that. Listen, well, I may not know, he said, he said this, well, I may not know personally your personal will, uh, God's personal will for your life, but I will tell you this, there's so much of God's will revealed in the word of God, uh, what his will is for our individual lives. And if we will follow those things, we will find that he reveals his personal will for our life. And so we find his place in our in his will and we follow it. Uh, we accept the need to stay close to him. Uh, listen, uh, this is especially hard to understand today's world where families aren't as close as they used to be, should be, could be, might be, uh, because of the way life has taken us and life takes us. And it's sometimes not that we don't love our family. We just lived in other places and got other things going on. But we need to accept the need to stay close to him. We need to set our eyes on him. And that gets back to what the book of Hebrews says and other places very clear. We need to set our eyes on him. And then finally, if we're going to steadfast, if we're going to stand steadfast, if we're going to have that strong position, a strong place to stand, then we're going to take time to praise, praise him on a regular basis. We just need to lift up the name of the Lord. Now, I'm not going to tell you how to praise the Lord. I'm not going to tell you to do this action, that action, this way, that way. A way that you are comfortable, a way that you are led, the way you express your love for God. That's the best way. Okay, that's the best way for you. Uh, and yes, some do it in very emotional ways. Some do it in not so emotional ways. Neither one is bad. Have you do it? Now I know uh, we're going to get to people on either side of the of the argument. You've got to do this to worship, or you don't do that to worship. Well, here's what I tell you: worship is an expression uh, of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you do it personally, and you do it purposely, and you do it powerfully, and you do it passionately. You're good. Okay, <laughs> you're good. So you express yourself. Take the time to praise Him regularly. Okay, so we're going to stand fast. We just want to make sure we're standing on solid ground, and we do that by seeking Him, by trusting Him, adjusting our position, nurturing the faith within us, distrusting the world's faith, finding our place in His will, accepting the need to stay close to Him, accepting the need, uh, uh, excuse me, sitting our eyes on Him, and taking time to praise Him regularly. You say, Brother Danny, a lot of it has to do with what he's doing, what he's saying. How? Yeah, exactly right. Him, him, him. Okay. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Listen, let me tell you something. Life's never complete. Life's never right without our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So get your eyes on him. Set your focus on him. Make him the target of your attention and walk toward him. And the thought for the day, this day is this. List simply, keep our eyes on Jesus. God bless you. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, let us know what you think. Uh, DS Preacher Man and gmail.com. Every one of those letters is lowercase. Uh, then we're on the Facebook. We are uh, DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word. And these podcasts, DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast, I hope that you will uh, continue to listen, let others listen. We'll have this on our Facebook uh, page, uh, My Story, for a while. And then also, we're going to post it on Parlor. Now, uh, I will tell you this. Parlor, the address is at DS Preacher Man. And it's at the, the symbol there with a capital D, S Preacher Man. And so I hope that you'll listen. I hope that you'll follow. I hope that you'll tell others. Thank you for listening today. And listen, we will see you soon. God bless you. And whatever you're doing, make sure you find a way to praise the Lord today. See you later.